Hey, I'm Tara Saraban, and this is not an episode of World's Dumbest Criminals. It is, however, a story about criminal stupidity, and I know you dig that kind of ridiculous action, so I thought I'd share. I recently made friends with Trevin and Amanda, who produce a great show called Live, Laugh, Larceny, a true petty crime podcast which is such an awesome name and indicative of the wit you'll find in the show. Essentially, it's a genre-bending comedy podcast that takes a deep dive into shallow crimes. Trevin and Amanda are also obsessed with dumb criminal stories, which they tell with their own creative twist. They take news articles about petty criminals and turn them into short stories that play out like an atmospheric audio drama. Each story is presented over their own original music along with cheesy reenactment effects. It's like an investigation discovery audio documentary, but about small trivial crimes like a serial mobile phone snatcher in coffee shops. Every week the two release an episode with weekly dreadful dilemmas, killer facts and two full-length stories covered with great detail, humour and imagination. If you listen through all of their episodes, you may even come across some of the cases I've covered. But they interpret them so differently, it's quite fascinating to hear. The story you're about to listen to is from their 86th episode, which is called Fueled by Trash Pizza. It's told from the perspective of a Florida detective, so you know it's going to be a wild ride full of marinara sauce and tears. Please enjoy this story from Live Laugh Larceny, and then subscribe to their show. It has become a favourite of mine, and I always get a laugh out of it. It'll take you places you did not expect to go. <laughs> so this week, I'm going to tell a story a little differently, but it'll all be the same fun, petty time. Okay, I thought you were going to say, it'll all be okay. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh God, will it? Yeah, it'll all be okay. <laughs> it's going to be fine, everyone. So uh, bear with me on the way I try to read this one. I'm doing things a little different, and let's just get into this. And here we go. A while back, I introduced the idea of PI to the world. PI served as an acronym on what potential criminals should get right before committing a petty crime. Preparation, Identity, Evidence. When I first unveiled this golden rule, it was with the spotlight on the eye and pie. This was the story of the faceless men who hid their identity by drawing facial hair and masks on their face with permanent marker. Today, I will be breaking down the oh-so-important concept of evidence. The Oxford Dictionary defines evidence as the available body of facts or information indicating whether a belief or proposition is true or valid. Quite simply, it's the body of proof. Do you believe your friend may be a secret asshole? Let them pick up the check and see how good they tip. Do you think your spouse may be a flat earther? Buy them a globe for their office and see how they react to it. <gasps> this present is lies! Evidence can come in many different shapes, sizes, and forms. 
It can be as abstract as a flushed, stuttering reaction, showing signs of an admission of guilt, or be as concrete as a journal entry explicitly confirming your suspicions. But she told me I was the biggest she'd ever seen. It is important for anyone to use evidence when reaching a conclusion. Reaching a decision without solid evidence is only an assumption, and we all know how assuming things can go. So it would be no surprise to find that evidence is a cop's best friend. As an upholder of the law, you couldn't simply put a person behind bars because you didn't like the way they looked at you. That kind of biased detective work could get the case thrown out in court, and maybe even land you suspended. With pay, of course. You need stone-cold proof. Evidence. Like the original use of the phrase red-handed, if someone is murdered, it helps to find the person with the victim's blood on their hands. It's because I never wash my hands, isn't it? But it's not that simple anymore. The phrase red-handed originated in 15th century Scotland. We've only complicated the law since then. This bit of background brings us to our story. A tale of evidence, problem-solving police, and one criminal's fatal mistake. As a cop in Daytona, Florida, I've certainly seen some shit. From the meth-fueled burglars to the women who OD on bath bombs. Yeah, I said it right. Bath bombs. Sometimes a comfortable bath can be too much after a long day, and we get calls from the women who simply can't even. It's up to us to be available 24-7, to help keep our city safe, and in these situations, motivated to get out of the tub. The things a Florida officer sees on a daily basis could make you crap a book on how to puke. It's disgusting. It's vile. And actually... It's a pretty good vacation destination. The irony is a talking point at the precinct. To us, every block is stained with a different viral story. But to others, they see a sweet place to travel hundreds of miles for, just to take a swimsuit photo for their social media feeds. Photo op! It's almost like they forgot all of the Florida Man articles they love to share when deciding where to take their family for their yearly trip. Anyway... The calls pour in over my radio. Like the watery syrup my wife makes me put on my pancakes. Because the sugar-free version is better for me. And just like that artificially sweetened flapjack sauce, it's cancerous. Bad guys are always running amok in my city. But I can't leave every call to my brothers in blue. I finally cherry-pick a call that seems easy for me. What? It's my Friday. The armed robberies can be someone else's problem. I had a hard week. Like I said, it seems easy. A very cut and dry case. Woman calls in reporting her car has been broken into and items have been stolen. Sounds like a good opportunity for me to ho-hum a bit until it's time to clock out. Nobody ever solves these things. Especially not a cop who's got his eyes on the weekend. I've got Megan these Stallion tickets. Who could blame me? As I walk up to the victim's door, I can't help but feel a sense of unease. The air is thick with the aroma of loss. I give five knocks in a cheerful pattern as the door swings open. Standing in front of me is a woman of immense sadness. Streams of tears pouring down her face. That look could only mean one of two things. 
Either she's been cutting onions for a breakfast quiche, or she just had her car broken into. I'll put my money on the ladder this time. Looks like I found my collar. I follow as a sad woman leads me out to her car. A blue Toyota. Yeah, this thing's seen better days. I'll bet one of those better days was yesterday, judging by the busted window. Almost like the car is surrounded by an invisible force field, the woman stops. I just can't go any closer, the woman says. It's just too much. Yeah, sweetheart, I can't go any closer either. Something tells me I may actually have to do some work if I look inside this thing. But I've already come this far, and like Winston Churchill wrote, when you're going through hell, keep going. I lean over the driver's seat to find the center console rummaged through and drive through napkins thrown everywhere. Those were already like that, the woman said. I'm a bit of a messy girl. (laughs) On any other day, I would have arrested her for being a sloppy Pete. But one of these things wasn't caused by my crying dame with an addiction to fast food. This center console used to house the victim's wallet. But alas, no signs of a wallet anywhere. Looks like maybe I can walk away from the scene without any responsibilities. She really is a messy girl, though. This whole car is covered in marinara sauce. Been eating a lot of pizza in the car, too? I call from the car in a judgmental tone. The woman's expression was not that of a guilty girl who is a bit of a mess. This time, she looked completely confused. I'm lactose intolerant. I never have Italian because of the cheese. The woman said in a state of puzzlement. Either this woman is running a pizza kitchen out of her car, or our thief was eating pizza on the job. Before I could even taste the tomato sauce, the shouts of a weak man echoed down the street. I jumped from the car and sprint towards the sound. And just as I suspected, it was a sad man crying in his hands. I almost left him there to wallow in his misery before I spotted the cause of his manly tears. Standing in front of this poor soul was another vehicle with the window busted out. Shit, I thought to myself. With each new development in this case, I can feel Megan the Stallion slipping further and further away. My chances of hearing Savage live are feeling less possible. They stole my gun, the man cried. Like a juggler tossing up multiple flaming balls at a time, I decided to add one more to the mix. With any luck, both of these break-ins are related and my balls can get hot from twerking at the concert tonight. After all, I can't allow a gun on loose. As I pulled the driver's door open, glass fell to the cold pavement. There was no need to even go through this guy's belongings. The smell itself crept up into my nostrils. (laughs) Pizza. Let me guess, you haven't been eating pizza while driving? I asked. No, sir. I would never risk getting food all over the interior of my baby said the sad man. I almost wanted to leave him right there. What kind of person calls their car their baby? But I had to remind myself that justice does not favor certain people, no matter how annoying their interests are. It didn't take an expert detective to see the evidence here. The interior of the car looked like a scene from a Wes Craven slasher movie, if the victim bled marinara, of course. You would have thought this guy ordered this car like I ordered my favorite chicken strip basket from DQ. Sauced and tossed. The evidence has been piling up. Pizza sauce everywhere. There's a new pizza-themed car banded on the loose, and they must be stopped. 
What more could be found inside of these cars? At this point, the vehicles have been stripped of anything of value. It was time to think outside of the box, or car in this situation. We have a two-block radius between car break-in number one and car break-in number two. As far as I'm concerned, all of Jefferson Avenue is a crime scene. It's days like this that I wish the precinct would have invested in that pizza-sniffing dog. Luckily, my hungry nose was up to the task. Below the next car over was an empty Pizza Hut box. No one out-pizzas the hut, I thought to myself, remembering that no one outmans this policeman. I slowly opened the pizza box, not knowing what horrors may reside inside. Pepperoni? Sausage? What's this? Anchovies? My God. We've got a madman on the loose. My trembling fingers could barely exude the grip strength to squeeze my radio as I called for backup. Together with my brothers in blue, we canvassed the neighborhood. Each neighbor we came in contact with didn't seem to have any familiarity with the pizza box in question. It seems most of Jefferson Avenue is more into dominoes. It looks like this Pizza Hut box came in as an import, boss, said Deputy Marty. The chances of this thing being delivered nearby feels impossible. It took everything I had not to slap the man where he stood, but he had a good point. Either this street truly has the same pizza preference, or someone doesn't want to admit their love for Pizza Hut. The weight of defeat was heavier than an episode of This Is Us. I wasted all this time and still was not closer to stopping my newly acquired arch nemesis, the Pizza Man. But as I returned to my cruiser to have a quick cry alone, there stood a woman waiting for me. Sir... I had something really weird happen last night, she said. Of course you did, I think to myself, as I mentally consider who I will sell tonight's concert tickets to. It looks like the only WAP I'll be seeing is a woeful-ass patrolman. And that patrolman is me. This guy I know came up to me and asked me if I wanted to buy a handgun, the woman said. It felt very illegal. He also asked me if I would call a number and check the balance on some gift cards. Lady... You are a sight for sore eyes. This could be the evidence I was looking for. You are my savior. Megan the Stallion could still be mine. Did this man eat pizza by chance? I gleefully slip out between my lips. Actually, yes, she said surprised. After I refused to check the balances on the cards, he dug through my garbage and pulled out my old pizza hut box. He started eating the weak old pizza straight out of the trash. It took everything I had not to drop it low and twerk for my new best friend. Not only did she have all this information, but together, we were able to find the man. Today, this Florida police officer ends his workday a hero and closes his evening a big ol' freak. In October of 2021, Deltona, Florida police officers were called to the site of a car break-in where a wallet was stolen. While investigating the automobile, they found what appeared to be marinara smeared along the inside of the vehicle. Not long after, police were called to a second car nearby, where a handgun and conceal and carry permit were also stolen. Again, this vehicle was covered in pizza sauce, with the original pizza box littered beside it. While canvassing the neighborhood, officers were flagged down by a woman who stated that an acquaintance of hers had stopped by in the middle of the night trying to sell her a handgun while asking her to check the balance on some gift cards. 
After turning the man down, he dug into her garbage and pulled out an old pizza box, walking away while eating the old pizza. 38-year-old Dewey Smith was later found walking down a nearby street with the stolen credit cards in his possession. Smith faces charges of armed burglary of a conveyance, burglary of a conveyance, four counts of fraudulent use of credit cards, grand theft of a firearm, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, theft, and dealing in stolen property. According to a news release, Smith said, you caught me red-handed at the time of his arrest. So if you're ever considering a life of petty crime, remember the story of Dewey Smith and don't make the same mistakes as him. Not only can weak old garbage pizza give you a hurt tummy, but it can also get you arrested. Because evidence is a very important piece of the pie, even if that pie is a pizza pie. Okay, this one might be one of my <laughs> new favorites of yours. Just had to take a chance and do something different. <laughs> Honestly, I can't believe we haven't done that before. Like speaking in like a detective or police voice, you know? I think you had a noir one once. I had one where it was kind of that vibe, I guess. But I don't know. It wasn't a full character, though. Yeah, full blown. Oh, God, that was so good. <laughs> And also, this guy should have been convicted of being the messiest criminal of all time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He seems like the sloppy Pete, really. Just eating pizza while breaking into cars and smearing in the marinara and all of them. And it's like, if it's old pizza, usually the sauce gets, like, it's all, like, dried up. And it's like, what were you doing Mm -hmm. to put so much sauce everywhere that they were able to follow your trail of sauce? (laughs) Like, what? I just imagine, like, sometimes I will eat my dinner while working on the podcast. And I'll take a spoon or fork or something and I'll just come over and do some editing. Yeah. Like, this guy was literally eating while on the job, except his job was breaking in the vehicle. He's like, I'm taking, I'm my god it's so weird the whole thing (laughs) is very bizarre i don't know maybe either eat the pizza think it through and then go do your weird crime yeah i don't know or maybe just not being the biggest slob known to man obviously he must i mean not just being a messy eater but you're also okay with eating pizza out of the trash cans right 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 But from what I understood in the articles, she said that he lived not too far away. So it's not like he's a person who's living under a bridge or something. Like yeah. he has a home. So why is he eating pizza out of the garbage? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Did it say if he was on drugs at all? It didn't say that I remember. Because I was like, what is the motivation for him to be like, okay, time to down some trash pizza and like <laughs> do all these weird crimes in a row. Fueled by trash pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Like the trash pizza clearly was like poisoning his mind. Mm -hmm. He was actually on his way back from buying a bunch of stuff at a gas station using the stolen cards. So that was where some of the conveyance stuff comes from, which I guess conveyance is like a convenience store. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, huh, that's a really weird, Mm -hmm. weird one I haven't heard before. Yeah, what an odd guy, really. Weird old Dewey. Do you know for sure if it was Pizza Hut? (laughs) 
I do not know for sure that it was Pizza Hut. <laughs> Had to add that for a little flair. And no, that was so good. I like I like dropping name brands to give it more of a real world feel. Oh yeah, I mean I felt it. <laughs> I felt <laughs> it in my pizza loving soul. <laughs> yeah, red handed though. My God. So that guy was really quoted with that. Yeah. Oh my God. Which is so silly. I want to know. Did he just say that? Because I know that's something that's been in a bunch of old movies and TV shows since way before we were even born. Right. But like, oh, he caught him red-handed. And like I said, that was true. It was like Scotland in the 13th century or whatever. But did he say red-handed because it was just the cliche thing to say? Or was he like, oh, yeah, the pizza sauce, red-handed? Like, yeah. what was he getting at there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I hate this guy or just really, really hate this guy. You know, it's like... yeah. <laughs> don't want to be friends with either one of our petty criminals today no especially one that just eats stuff out of the trash can yeah there's no reason for that especially like you said has a home and he has all these gift cards like go gift yourself some new food i don't i don't know what the gift cards were for they were stolen out of the cars okay that's why because he had stolen the gun and he had stolen so he was already eating the pizza when he got that okay okay yeah yeah If only they would have come before the trash pizza. Yeah. So he was like, hey, use your phone and check the balance on these cards I stole. And she's oh like, uh, something God. doesn't seem right. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you sure. asking me at like 3 a.m. to check the balance of gift cards and sell me a gun? Oh, my God. Thank you for listening to this preview of our show. To hear the full story and many other petty crimes, listen and subscribe to Live Laugh Larceny on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.